five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Tom Fishburne, which I always enjoy, and this is one of his best ones ever. And uh, he's saying, changing customer needs. Customer needs are changing. This will disrupt your business. So we have to pivot quickly. Agile, be adapt, be agile, and uh, it's a new world. We can't go back. And then somebody asks, how are customer needs changing? And he says, something to do with Gen Z, I think. And of course, that would be the customers are changing, not necessarily that the needs are changing. But anyway, as usual, the best part of Tom's cartoons are not the cartoons. The best part are the... Um, his commentary, because Tom was at P&G for a while, and he really knows his stuff. And it says, the gap between a desire to change and the uncertainty of where or how to change isn't always clear. And that is really true. Okay, Jeff Bezos has some significant relevant insights. Back in 1997, he described day one versus day two thinking. Uh, and they even named an Amazon building as day one. Always, You always want to act like it's day one. Remember the optimism or the fear when you started your, your business or you started your last big job change or something like that? Remember, there's a lot to learn. There's all kinds of challenges. You can't hardly figure out what to do next. It's always changing priorities. He said, this is important, he updated it in in 2016 day two is stasis followed by irrelevance followed by excruciating painful decline followed by death and that's why it's always day one okay got it day one is about embracing change and making decisions and fixing the wrong ones Okay, and this is really great. This is more on Jeff Bezos. You know, I'm not a huge fan of Amazon, but I am a big fan of where they've come and what they've done and uh, not always how they've done it, but i got to give Jeff credit. You know, yeah, he had a lead, and he, he was good pitching that everything is different and, that, you know, and raising money for his stock, but he's weathered a, a few storms, and... <laughs> So we, he said, there are many ways to center a business. You can be competitor-focused. You can be product-focused. You can be technology-focused. You can be business model-focused. And there are more. But in my view, obsessive customer focus is by far the most pro- protective of day one vitality. Why? There are many advantages to a customer-centric approach. But here's the big one. This is something, some of the best stuff I've ever read, really, in all my years in marketing. Customers are always beautifully, wonderfully dissatisfied. Even when they report being happy and business is great, even when they don't yet know it, customers want something better. Customers will test against you without even telling you. And your desire to delight customers will drive you to invest on their behalf. This is speaking to me, too, you know. Good investors and designers deeply understand their customers. 
They spend tremendous energy developing that intuition. They study and understand many anecdotes rather than only the averages you'll find on surveys. They live the design. It's kind of funny because I've always felt like I should, you know, when I worked for Horse and Rider magazine, I took riding lessons. And when I started working with Cabela's, I started hunting. I'd never really hunted in my life. And I went out and hunted, and I thought, well, that I need to understand this. And so I've been a character actor in consulting. <laughs> a remarkable customer experience starts with heart, intuition, curiosity, and play. And I think that's why we win most of the time when we do our marketing analytics. You won't find any of that in a survey. I try to become the customer, not necessarily in buying, but in behavior. Now more than ever, it's time for day one thinking, and I think that is really profound. And I just want to take you over here because it talks about changing needs. Senior shoppers are the new brand battlefields as loyalty as loyalties fray during COVID. And um, Adrian from AdAge, I felt like this was a really patronizing article. It's like suddenly seniors who were only worried about, about saving money and, and, and convenience pay more. They, they previously paid more attention to price and familiarity, but now are looking into conscientious capitalism. I'm sorry, conscious capitalism. Like we ever didn't? I think what this article is about is that young people are finally figuring out as they get into their 30s that maybe their parents weren't so stupid after all. And uh, they they have these anecdotes like this person says, we're trying to support our local businesses more. She's now a regular at her local farmer's market all my life, right? Uh <laughs> you got to make it easy to order for this population. You know, we've been building websites for 35 years. <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. Facebook recently included multiple slides on seniors. One slide shows two seniors enjoying Oculus VR headsets under a text that reads, The desire to stay connected is changing behavior rapidly. You know who invented that stuff? Boomers. Oh, my goodness. Okay, a former in ad executive said, we, we have to try be open to new things. Yeah, we talked about curiosity. Uh, wearable devices because we don't want to end up in assisted living. Well, that makes sense. That was one of the few things it did. But anyway, the point is, not necessarily that, you're, that your customers are changing, but you may not know your customers. And I've given you lots of examples of millennials coming in as the new CMO, the new VP of marketing, and not having a clue. Not having a clue about mail, about measurement, about testing, about all the things that we've been doing for literally 150 years. And they've been ignoring it. I think this article says, Adrian, you need to change your view of seniors. Because this is not seniors. Seniors didn't suddenly find the internet when COVID-19 happened. 
My mom would go to Florida every year. She set up her own internet provider. She got their host installed. You know, she was in her 80s and she could navigate around and she had her stocks online and she knew how to get to the information from her grandkids. I'll tell you what, it's seniors and their grandkids who are running this place. And you need to recognize it. And you need to also recognize that this purely digital innovation that you think is so precious is hardly scalable, is, it's, has zero engagement, and it's like dumping manure all over people. It's time to wake up. And seniors may be your gateway to understanding what's going on. Sorry to be so pointed, but I got a white beard. I can say this stuff. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. I'm John Miglosh.